It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. The Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast is sponsored in part by Holy Grail Clothing Company, an American lifestyle brand presented by the Regal Brand Incorporated. Discover high-quality handcrafted essentials from their collections for men, women, and children. Podcast subscribers can take 15% off their entire purchase with discount code HEARDTHAT15. That's H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5 when they shop the virtual retail store at HolyGrailClothingCompany.com. That's HolyGrailClothingCO.com. Holy Grail Clothing Company, wear your crown. I absolutely love doing volunteer service. I have met the most amazing people and some extraordinary kids as well. The cool thing that kids will always ask for when I am volunteering is books, if we have books available for them to take home because their passion and love for reading. There's an amazing author out there by the name of Trevor Romaine who has such cool books for kids that are fun and awesome with simple stories that kids can relate to and parents as well. The Trevor Romaine Company has a diverse collection of social and emotional learning resources to help children and their families become healthier, happier, and more confident. All heard that, listeners. If you go on trevorromaine.com today, you get an exclusive 15% off your complete order by using the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5, at trevorromaine.com. Trevor Romaine, no E at the end of Romaine, com today. What's up, Heard That Nation listening in the United States and around the world? This is the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. I have an amazing guest that's on today, starting off the new season. I appreciate everybody's support following me. Um, he is, I would call, in the class of super fans when it comes to the Detroit Lions. We don't get a lot of Detroit Lions games and activity here since I moved to Texas. But whenever I need an update or anything that I need to know in the news or what's going on as far as fans are concerned, as far as the team is concerned, he is one of the guys that I look to and I look on his social media handle and see what is going on as far as games, is where he's traveling to. Um, you're going to want to follow him, especially Lions fans. If you're not following him right now, you're doing a disservice uh, to, your, to our fan base. I'm rocking the Detroit Lions shirt because I'm honored to have him on. He's a super fan of the Detroit Lions, a uh, fan favorite on social media, and he has been to many Lions games, which I'm going to ask him about and uh, just ask him the history of why he became a Lions fan. I need everybody. Lions fans, I better hear the roar from where you're at to put your hands together for Lion Man, otherwise known as Aaron Latimer. Aaron, Lion Man, how are you today, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Glad to be on. I am so honored to have you on. I love having fans that either are fans of sports teams or entertainment or movies or music. I always like to ask them the question of how did it became a fan of and watching you on social media and seeing what you do and you've done so much in the community and the group of people that you are associated with and we were just talking before we came on there about uh the crack man and i had the honor of meeting him when i went to canton 
uh, okay. several years ago, and you all are heading to Canton because the one and only great, great wide receiver of all time, and people are going to debate me about that, and I really don't care because this is my show, and I am a Lions fan. Calvin Johnson, number 81 himself, is being inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, um, and I'm so excited that uh, his time is here and, and all that. So talk, tell the people that are listening, how did you, uh, Lion Man, become a Detroit Lions fan? Who inspired you? What game inspired you? What player inspired you? How did it all start with you? Um, it go way back. My family is sports fanatics. So it's just started. It was a family, family thing, and it grew on me. Um, just gr- being in the house, watching Tigers games, watching Lions games. And, you know, when we have big, big celebrations and stuff, and if the Lions play, especially like Thanksgiving and stuff, you know, it was just always just a family tradition to do Detroit sports. And um, me personally, as a kid, you know, I, I had my special players and my, sp- I was a Buffalo Bills fan. Um, I was a Minnesota Vikings fan because uh, I, for certain players. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as it, time went on growing up and I went away to, to Atlanta to go play ball, bas- college basketball down there. And uh, I was like, man, that's my first time away from Michigan. So like I had never experienced nothing but just Michigan stuff. Michigan State, of course, I went to Mich- I attended Michigan State for two years. And uh, Sorry, Michigan fans. He is a Michigan State fan. I'm, I'm so Spart- sorry. I'm a Spartan. He's but a I love, Sparty. Hey, I love, <laughs> hey, see, the, the, not, not to go off track with that, but I do love my U of M people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't do the the comparison. I mean, I, I love everybody. You know, you root for who you root for. That's your opinion. Mm-hmm. It's just like being a Lions fan. Like, how could you root for them? And they the sorriest and this, and they never did that. It's just the loyalty. But um, I got to Atlanta, and one of my homeboys here from Saginaw, Michigan, Charles Rogers, got drafted to the Lions. Oh, uh, Charles Rogers. Yep, I remember him. Yeah. Yep. So once he started, once he got drafted to the Lions, I started paying attention more to the Lions. Mm-hmm. And um, I it just, it just started growing on me. And then my uncle was a real big diehard uh, Lions fan. And so I was... At the time, being in Atlanta, I started making good money and uh, was just trying to be in a position to give back to my parents and my, my uncles and stuff. You know, I was making good money. So I was like, yeah, when I never, never been to Ford Field, when I moved to Atlanta, Ford, I think Ford Field was just being uh, built in 2000, I want to say one, 2002. Oh, wow. Ford like, Field has been around that long. Yeah, I think it, I want to say it was like 2000 because I think they stopped at the Dome in 99 i think yeah, I think you're, yeah you're right so yeah, you're right yeah so early so 2000s so and that was the time i was moving to atlanta and i was like well man i want to go to ford field you know because my grandparents and my my father my uncles used to take us to the silverdome all the time mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. at the time of me getting the tickets to go to the game um my uncle had both his legs amputated and uh, he could, we didn't, it would, the, the game was sold out. I couldn't get a handicap section for him. And he couldn't go to the game. So I had to give his ticket away. And mm-hmm. then he ended up passing away that season. So that kind of like triggered, like, man, I never got a chance to, you know, take my, my uncle, show him appreciation as, as a kid, you know, with my, co- my cousins and I, you know, I just, and I, I know how much he loved the Lions. So, and it's just, and it just all came together with Charles being there mm-hmm. from, from my hometown. And then my uncle, you know, one of my best, my, was my favorite uncle actually. And uh, it just, it just molded itself together. And I just started paying attention and I just started going real hard rooting for him. And, mm-hmm. and then, it, and then, like they said, it, the, the thing is when they don't, when people don't expect it, you know, that people will be like, Oh yeah. They ain't gonna, they're not going to do nothing or they're not, you know, they're not going to be about nothing. Look how long they this and this and that. And then mm-hmm. it's like the enjoyment I'm going to have when it does turn over. Right. From sticking it, sticking it out and being loyal. The emotions that, I mean, that's what I'm looking forward to when it does break ground. Um, To say I never gave up and I gave it all, you know, I put my money, my time, my effort and my passion into it just mm-hmm. as much as representing it for my uncle. Just as much as represented it for Charles when he uh for him playing those few seasons with the Lions. So and then like I said, he's from my hometown. So 
See, that's, that's, a, that's absolutely perfect. And see, that is, I, I love, and then like I told you before we came on, uh, that's why I love hearing stories about how people became a fan and who inspired them or, you know, if a player inspired them and everything else And that story about your uncle, that is absolutely amazing. And Charles Rogers, I remember him from my days on Michigan state campus and, and meeting him and, and what a nice guy he is and everything. So talk to me about the persona that you had lion Man, that everybody, even if they're not lions fans, they're familiar <laughs> with your face and, and, and many of games that you have gone to, but before you answer that, let me, let me ask you, you know, you gave this amazing story about you being a Lions fan. What was the first game that you attended? The first game I attended on the road or at mm-hmm. home? Either one. On the, on the road, my first game I attended was Pittsburgh because I have family that are Pittsburgh Steelers and live in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I went out to Pittsburgh. And I wasn't even Lion Man then. I was just like, I'm a, I it started off just saying, like, look, I'm going to make a bucket list. I'm going to go to every away stadium that the Lions play at. And uh, that was my first experience, and I got a, I got some videos. Like it was just like a whole sea of yellow, and I was just like in the midst of it. And they had their little terrible towels, and I had my I had Honolulu my blue. I had my <laughs> Honolulu blue flag, and you know I was getting trashed. And I was a different. It was a di- I was a different fan then, mm-hmm. um, because like I said, I I wasn't in character, and it, the much it. it it was levels of maturity each year of understanding how to be a fan on the road. Right. You know, cause it's not like I'm in the nosebleeds. Like I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm paying my 250. I'm paying my 275, my 300 to sit good. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, that, 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 that was my first game in Pittsburgh and we, we was up and then uh, of course we lost. <laughs> but the but experience a, had to be amazing. The, Shout out to Pittsburgh. Shout out to the Latimers in Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, it was a great experience. Um, I, after the game, one of the guys was just like, "Man, I no matter how much we tried to to shake you or break you down, you didn't break, you didn't fold." And and that's when I started like, "Man, I really got a passion for these people, these lions." I wore my wore my Lewis Delmas twenty six white lions jersey. Had just got it, crispy clean. Shout out to Western Michigan. Um, yeah, it was, it, and it was drizzled. We got a good, we had a good 60 degree day mm-hmm. and, and drizzled. So, and then I, and I, my aunt gave me my uncle's, my uncle that passed away, he got, she gave me his lion's raincoat and I wore that. So it was just like, oh, a, like wow. a, it was like a nice, a nice moment. My first game here in Michigan, I had to be about, I want to say eight or nine. Mm-hmm. My grandparents, my uncles, my aunts, my cousins, and I, we all, the first game was against the Minnesota Vikings. That was my first game at the Silverdome. I, and now I, it, it probably was around maybe 89, 90, because I know I was in middle school. I remember going to school and I had Wayne Font's signature. I ended up getting to meet Wayne Fonts and he signed my, my I want to say the bulletin that they gave out at the okay. game. And him and Robert Porsche had signed it. So it had to have been around my middle school. I'm telling my age here. It had to have been around my middle school year. So I probably was like sixth, seventh grade. So it mm-hmm. might've been like 89, 90. Oh, yeah, wow. So that, that, had be, that had to be an incredible experience right there. Like yeah, Wayne Fox is. Yeah, yeah. So that was, that was my first ever home game for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is fantastic. And so how did the Lion Man persona come into to play? Because you said, you know, the over time and, you know, season by season, you became that mature fan. So right. what inspired you, uh, the, the Lion Man persona? How did you come up with all of that? Which, by the well, way, is absolutely incredible, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I'll have Aaron drop his social um, media handles at the end because you definitely want to follow him for sure. Um, I. I worked in the hospital, local hospital here once I moved back from Atlanta. And um, I was something like a dietitian. I was in the, the food part of the hospital. And, um, you know, just learning how to deal with people and their carbs and what diets they get. And then I was getting some, you know, I was getting into some relationships with some of the patients. 
you know, being, you know, the length of their stay. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. some some patients didn't make it. You know, sometimes going in to see them at breakfast and then may see them at lunch and then they'd be like, OK, I'm going to surgery. I'll be back at 435. And sometimes some of them didn't make it out. And like I said, when you do it, when, especially dealing in a job, with a hospital job, I think you do have your your frequent frequent flyer patients. You have the ones that come in consistently and then you have ones that have a longer period of stay and you you deal with them on a regular basis. I mean, mm-hmm. my shift was from six to six, from six a.m. to six and six p.m. So it's like I built two or three days of me serving you or telling you what you can have and letting you know if your diet changed or not. You know, you you get and then you got people that are vulnerable. You know, they come up and I, I was I I'm not a talkative person. I don't and engage into conversation especially with people they're not well but people would just start opening up to me and just be telling me their stories and you know and and to do be doing my job i'm not going to be rude so i've listened and i absorbed and built and built small relationships with some of these people and then like i said when people would tell me what's going on in their life um you you kind of the wheels started turning Mm -hmm. uh and then I started thinking about my uncle and, you know, I'm like, man, you know, I, I it's so many people out here that don't have proper knowledge when it comes to health and don't have don't have proper knowledge when it comes to uh, having life insurance or, or building some type of capital for themselves, you know, when things go wrong or, or when things go bad or even when people pass away, you know don't have the financial security for those things. And then I just start, and then I started educating myself on my preparation for my life as well. And, and still, you know, trying to find, still going to fine tune it. And, uh, and I just said, man, I got, and I, and I started hanging out with, you know, some, like some of the super fans, crack Matthew, super fan, Earl spring. I started hanging around lion eyes, you know, cause I started being intrigued. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, but man, they get a lot of attention. And I'm like, but I don't want attention by going up to you and tell you I want attention. So I said, you know what? I think I could, dealing with those guys in the super fan world, do a lot of charity, nonprofit work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, I got to figure out something to where I can be affiliated the same way. Mm-hmm. And I just Rubik's cubed it together. I was like, "Well, my uncle passed away from cancer, di- diabetes, and I see all, I was dealing with all these people in the hospital that was, you know, unwell or, or not financially secure to to get the proper procedures." Right. So, and I was like, man. And then I got in. I started digging into the information, and then I just started digging in, and it, I got intrigued. And I was like, I just want to help people. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to, I just want to, I want to be that person to get grasp a hold of the knowledge to to educate people more. So, and then it, I said, you know what? I'm gonna give me a lion suit. So I had my fiance get a uh, got on Google mm-hmm. and she she ordered a ordered a, a lion suit and she's like well that's the one you're gonna get right there and I was like all right cool let's rock with it and at this time you know at, at this time it's like all right I'm gonna do it yeah right. but I didn't I didn't think I was like I didn't think it was gonna take off like I didn't I wasn't I just said I just wanted to use this so people didn't have to uh so I didn't have to do the talking I didn't mm-hmm. have to take the conversation of, hey I'm lion man and I want you to know this is what I'm trying to do like mm-hmm. I didn't want that I wanted people to gravitate to me so I got I the suit, I put it on, and I look, if I look if I look back five years from not from to five years to this day, I'm like, man, look how I look. You could you should see how I look. Well, because I think Lion Man, uh, you spoke that into existence, and I don't think that you realized that when that opportunity, that door of the costume that you put on, how much how much impact that you would make, not only as you know yeah. going to these games, but you know. All the people that you listed, the connections you had with them, um, you going out there and you you do love your community. And it right. shows on so many of the videos and 
the outlets that that you do. Um, and going into that, I saw that um, when I was uh, uh, checking out your social media and everything else, you have a foundation that you are, you know, you've had and you're getting ready to have a website for that. So talk to everybody about the Roar Up Foundation. The, the Roar Up Foundation is, is really going to be a base of, of information to give people on how to go about dealing with health coverage or health care. Um, I want to get it to a point to where right now I have it to where I'm just donating a certain mm -hmm. percentage of my merchandise and stuff. And I'm just donating, but eventually I want to want to get it to where it could generate package deals for people, like almost like a, a booster kit of, for people. Like say for instance, they may be denied for this prescription or, or don't have enough for this consistently, or at least I want to, get to a point to where I can get something set up to where people can get on a website, uh, select a certain package mm -hmm. and get them started right. where the knowledge should be there. The direction will be there. The foundation could be there for them to go further coming into the world foundation where they can see the steps. Cause there's a lot of people, even with myself learning, some people can hear it. And then some people cannot explain it properly mm -hmm. to what everybody can understand because it's different levels to people's hearing of course right it's different, it's different levels in the community um that people are not you know like, oh yeah well we're going to talk to them because this is the higher class because this is where the money at mm -hmm. you know so it's going to be a different presentation compared mm -hmm. to if i go to the hood you know like i'm not going to give them the same conversation that i gave such a, and i got and i got tired I, I got tired of that I feel like when people say equal opportunity doesn't necessarily mean it's equal opportunity the way you explain it. Right. I, I'm gonna be hood. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be hood, and I'm a, and I'm gonna be and when I say I'm gonna be hood, like I'm gonna be able to relate the information to where people can understand it, but then also explain it to them crisp and clear for them to know how to excel from mm -hmm. that level mm -hmm. of conversation. Whether if they high. They can you can go higher in your in your level of conversation compared to saying oh well that's the hood or that's the ghetto and you know you know got to talk this type of way no you can gradually grab people attention by being diverse absolutely by making by being being a person to understand and listen mm -hmm. to where people could be like oh you I seen Aaron do it and you know he right here with us you know we next to the abandoned house. We watching the people on, you know, on the corner begging for change or, you know, or, or drinking 40s on it. Like, I, yeah, that's that's my community. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I can go in my community and I can give somebody a pound, a handshake. And then I can also give them information that they may not have been able to receive from somebody. They may look down on them or from a person that may look up to somebody. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the, that's where the Roar Up Foundation came into play. That's where I started brainstorming. The family has been very supportive. I'm I'm really trying to get into a position to where this could be my career. Mm -hmm. Like this, just like where instead of me doing making parts for General Motors, like I'm looking forward to like this being something that my family can get involved into. Like we can all work together. And they always say, "Well, why don't you?" you know, start doing it here. And I think I procrastinate. I procrastinate. Mm -hmm. But on, on top of all, that's the, the basis on how I started the foundation, being that I I do know levels, different levels of conversation in my community. And I know how people receive certain information. And I know how we overlook the fine print mm -hmm. as in the black community. You know, we like we like to see it before we follow. Yeah. And uh and 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 then we always get uh we get discouraged. I wanna I wanna say if that's the word to where we say, well, hey, well, the white man ain't gonna do this, and white man. And I'm trying to get my community to understand, like, hey, look, man, at the end of the day, it's all about the green. Mm -hmm. No matter what it is in life, just long as you maintain the green, you can go so far. And and but but pay attention to what you're doing when you're building with the green. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you're building the green too, you want to make sure that, you know, 
not only build a green, but look around, look at your community around you and see what you can do and what impact you can make uh, of a standard because people, and especially us as a people of color, we look around our neighborhoods, we look at our hoods and think that nothing is gonna change and nothing is going to make a difference. Well, the difference can start with you making a difference in your community. And I, and I, I love that you are doing that. And I love that you are surrounding yourself with people uh, like Crack Man and so many other people that, you know, they are, you know, super fans or mascots, but at the end of the day, they all love their community. They love the state of Michigan and are doing things above and beyond besides just going and attending games. And I love right. that, you know, you all are, are, are making a change and making a positive difference. And so with that being said, uh, I know that you all are excited about this upcoming season as much as I am and many of Detroit Lions fans. Uh, we could start off, first of all, about the draft because I think, in my opinion, and I want to hear from you, I think we did very well in the draft. You know, Penny Sue will be in our first pick at number seven in the first round. Um, and then Levi Awumake afterwards. And then the rest of the pieces that, that fit in. Um, we did have the clean house. We got uh, Jared Goff, no more Matthew Stafford. I know there's Lions fans, and I'm, you've seen it so many times, and I'm tired of it. And I'm, I'm sure that Lions fans are probably going to get upset at me. I'm just tired of them talking about the way things were and the way things was and woe is me and why Matthew Stafford is no longer on our squad. Them days is done. The chapter is closed. Let's move on to the golf era. Uh, Marvin uh, Jones is no longer on our, on our squad. Um, carry on Johnson no, no longer on our squad. So we had some, you know, the ones that were the, the, the brand names, if you will, that were on there. So basically new head coach, Dan Campbell, AKA kneecap season. Right. I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. Uh, Brad Holmes, brand new GM. Uh, I, I, I honestly, for the first time, Aaron, in a long time, I like the direction where the Detroit Lions organization is going. Right. How about you? What do you think? Um, I, I'm, I'm a little, uh, I don't know. You, that, that is a good question. Cause I, I have, haven't been asked. That question, as far as the draft question, I've been asked. I think the draft, we've been drafting good. We just haven't had the system with the Correct. guys. Correct. Yes. And so, utilizing the talents properly. Right, right. Yes. So that's why you you lose a Quandre Diggs. That's why you why you lose a Darius Slay because these players wasn't properly used. That's why you see a decline in Tracy Walker because the position that he was put in. I think these coaches. I will say this about this coaching staff with the experience that they have as players, former players, mm -hmm. they could do some good to be a connection with player coaches. Now, how they emphasize it as first year positional coaches might be a challenge. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you can get a group of young men with the average, what is our team average 25 years old, and then you got a lot of these guys in your second tier going into their second tier of their contracts, I think you're going to have a lot of guys that's going to be flying around and hungry out there with this coaching staff. Because mm -hmm. it's a lot, as much so as the coaching staff have things to prove. But you got a lot of these guys that are young that are trying to be proven into this league. All these one-year deal players or one-year one contract players, you know, hey, and they're young. So it's like, okay, mm -hmm. well, I got one year to go to Detroit to prove something if I want to go get the bag, mm -hmm. you know, for the next year. And I think with the attitude and the enthusiasm that this coaching staff is bringing, I think uh, the, the season, this upcoming season is going to be uh, uh, more than what people may expect. Just because you don't know how to prepare for it, you haven't seen it. Like you said, everything's gone. You don't know how to prepare for a Cephas on a full 17 games. Right. You, know, you don't know how to play, play under – you don't know what to expect from Swift getting it, getting with this offensive line that we have that's mm -hmm. reconstructed and, and young, younger yep. and, and beefier. And Hawkinson finally finding his element and Okuda yep. staying healthy, you know, getting in his element – you know, yep. there's just so much on there. And like you said, we are a young squad with potential. With a lot of potential. With a lot of potential. Oh, and yeah. looking at their schedule, Aaron, 
what do you, what is the possibilities? How do you think we're going to do the season? In my opinion, I don't, I think we got a shot. I, I, I think we got a shot. Do you think we're going to possibly win the division? Uh, that remains to be seen, but I think we got a shot. We're going to win more games than people expect. I, I do believe that too. I've been saying playoffs, and I and I come on, and Aaron, say I've that. Been, I've been, I've been <laughs> I just, I just been saying playoffs. I just been saying playoffs. I just feel, I just that's just what I feel. Like I don't care if we seven and ten creeping in the playoffs. I just, I don't know. I just, I just normally every year I don't raise the bar like that. Mm-hmm. But for some odd reason, I just, I don't know why I keep seeing an NFC wild card. Los Angeles Rams against the Detroit Lions. Like, who wouldn't want to pay to see that? See John Matthew again the second time. And going back, uh, either we going back out to L.A. or he coming to Detroit. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind. So, I, I I don't know. That's what I just see. I just see playoffs. I do. And like I said, with the 17th game, and I think with the young, like I said, the young talent, and they hungry. They seem to be excited. Mm-hmm. And they all seem to have a chip on their shoulder. All of them, all the interviews, everybody got a chip. And if they, the thing, the biggest thing is health. If they can stay healthy. Big time. Please. I think, <laughs> I, I, the, the main, I know it's going to be uh, bumps and bruises along the way, but they stay healthy and they get, by week six, we'll know what type, what type of team we have. I know for sure by week six, mm-hmm. we'll know what type of team we have. I, 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 the health thing, like I just, I just want, along with any other Detroit Lions fans, I'm like, my goodness, can our players, can the ones that are starters, can they stay healthy? Right. You know, can they, you know, play the position well where they're not on the, you know, the injured list or you know, to be determined list or everything. You know, I, I, I just want a full season where we're able to enjoy ourselves as fans. Players stay healthy. Coaches going to coach. Um, the system that whatever they're doing and OTAs and, and, and practice squads and everything else comes together till we uh, get down to, you know, our, our team, our 53 van team and everything else. Surprising side note. And I just thought about this. I was really expecting them with all of the, the hype and everything that was happening with our team. I was really expecting the lions to be on hard knocks, but however, was. yeah, I was. And however, finding out that the Dallas Cowboys is on oh, hard knocks. Don't, don't even say it. Don't say their name. <laughs> I mean, I, I got mixed reviews here, you know, being here in Texas. I got mixed reviews. People are like, oh, wow, this is great. We're going to see what happens to why. Now they're going to jinx our team and cause them to mess up. Why don't you pick the following four teams that haven't been on there? We haven't been on there yet. So I, I really don't want us on there. I really, you don't want us on there? I don't. I don't. I don't want that. I mean, they look. Look at all the stuff they they stir up without us being on there. That's true. Like, we, we really, <laughs> these, like why we why we got to give them more insight on what we do here in Detroit or in Michigan? Like they straight. They always making up something about us anyway. All so. the time. We've been. We have seen everything. We've been the butt of all late night jokes. We've all been jokes. Yeah. internet trolls. We've so been. So why, why are did, you a fan? Like you, you've had that. Like, why are you still a fan? Why are you dedicated Honolulu blue and white till you die? Like why in the world? But it's amazing so to why, me now people want to jump on our boat for one reason, one reason only. And that's because Calvin's going to the hall. So right. I'm like, we don't, we don't need extra support from those that don't, wasn't with yeah. us day one. And we don't yeah. need fair weather fans. Yeah. I'm calling them out right now. Yeah. Call them out. Cause that's what I say too. Like, I, like, don't even get them. Don't even get them the key to the house. Like, yeah, we're going to let you come in here and you, you be, you talk about us without the key. So we're going to yep. give you the key and then you're going to come in and, and have more stuff to talk about us. No, exactly. I, I, I don't want to be on hard knocks. I don't. Yep. I, okay. they push it. I, when Patricia was here, I was like, no, if we go on, it's our, it's, it's just give, we just giving them more fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling, I got a feeling, and I thought about this too. We're going to end up doing well. We're going to end up going to playoffs. We're going to end up playing, a, winning a playoff game, okay, or possibly more because I want to see it, I'm and watch it. us next season end up on uh, HK. Uh, watch. I'm just saying, watch. Watch it happen. Okay. I'm, watch I'm, it happen. I'm with the playoff stuff. I am. I'm, I'm optimistic too. And I'm like, I, hey, I want to say my home shout out to Michael Banks out there. Boot up, baby. Uh, he always saying Super Bowl. He's been saying Super Bowl. Sergeant. 
Yeah, yes. Crazy. Boot up, boot up. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. And uh, I will sell almost every possession in this house to go to a Super Bowl featuring the Detroit Lions. I, I will, I will, I don't care. I will have a GoFundMe, work five jobs, sell a bunch right. of stuff. I, right. I, I want it before. It's, it's in my lifetime. We will go to a Super Bowl in my lifetime, in your lifetime. Yeah. It's happening. It's got to happen. It's <laughs> not, we got to be, I mean, because, like, I still, you know, we talk about it all the time. Like, man, what, what is going to be like? Like, my UG, my UG group. What up, UG? The Underground. That's the Underground, I'm, yes. Uh, How did that start? How did that start? Uh, How did y'all form the name Underground? Oh, man. It, uh, well, like I said, I don't like to take a lot of credit for nothing. I don't like to take credit. I'm just me. So I, I'm going on the road. Uh, I assembled a group from people that I met over the, on the road and um, people that I consistently hang out with when I go on the road. Mm -hmm. And I just put us all together. It's like they was all total strangers. And I put I, I won't say I picked and choose, but the personalities in this group is amazing. Um, we got it, yeah, we got the, the long loyal season ticket holder fans in this group. Uh, we got the, the ones that live away across the pond. What's up, everybody? Shout out to those. Yeah, shout out to the Lions fans yeah. in the UK. Yeah, shout that out to That is phenomenal. Them. Canada, UK. Canada. Yeah, oh, Canada. Yeah. Oh, Canada. I don't know. I was going to sing for you, but I can't do it. <laughs> okay, but everybody, everybody across the globe that supports sports, uh, not just the Lions, shout mm -hmm. out to everybody. Because without without us, there is no sports, you know. And and without the sport, we can't come together and and, and be units as, mm -hmm. as people. So that's what, how the that's how the UG started. Um, it just me, just I had a discerning spirit for some people, and I was like, hey, you know what? You might want to meet my guy such and such. And then you know, and then it just it dominoed effect, and. Uh, and now it's like, hey, where we going? What hotel we at? Somebody plan out where the hotel, what Airbnb we getting? Uh, where the tailgate at? And so people look, people are starting to uh, gravitate to what we doing as a group. Because like I said, they see the pictures and mm -hmm. they see the videos. And uh, it, it, yeah, because we, I think we, we do it, we do it a little different. You know, like I said, we're, we, we accept it all. You know, we don't just say, hey, well, look, because we come into the game, we got our chest poked out. But, like, we want it all. And that's mm -hmm. why we call it the underground. Like, we taking it all. We Come on. It, whatever you're doing, as long as you're respectable to what we're doing and we're respectable to whatever you engage in mm -hmm. for your enjoyment, do it. But at the same time, we're going to get up and we're going to boot up on Sundays and we're going to represent these lions. So, yeah, it's a, gr a great group, a, a mixture of guys and girls. And, uh we just, we talk football, we talk life, we talk sports, we talk Pistons. I mean, we talk everything, children, uh, financial stuff. Yeah, we, we just are trying to empower each other. And uh, it's a beautiful mixture, you know, cause you get uh, some insight from some really dope people. That's so good. That's good. Well, I wanna ask you, because you had mentioned, you know, the NBA and I know you've been paying attention to a couple of things. Number one, being being the ultimate of all time. And yes, I put myself out there on video as well as everybody else. I saw Isaac do it and several other people. Detroit Pistons did get the number one pick. It's the first time that we've had the number one pick for a very long time. I believe the 70s is when the last time the Detroit Pistons was a, a number one pick. Uh, it felt like that we won the championship, which, you know, if you are a Detroit Pistons fan, we haven't won one since 2004. Chauncey yeah. Billups, shout out to him being the new head coach of the, the Portland Trailblazers. Um, but I, I am beyond excited about the Detroit Pistons securing the number one pick. What is your thoughts about already Pistons fans already, you know, besides they got there, they're, they're excited, but their excitement has now gone to um, Oklahoma State. Um, I think, hey. what is it? Yeah, with Cade Cunningham. I see, you know what I seen. Uh, I seen his his some of his tape, and he's uh he's ready. I think th th this is what's so funny about 
that Piston squad, if they do take him at number one, mm -hmm. it's almost similar to like what this Lions team is doing right now. It's almost similar to what the Tigers are doing right now. It's almost similar to like what the Red Rings, like the 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 ground is starting to turn back over to us being uh, consistent, a consistent team, you mm -hmm. know, as far as how, how strong for the state goes. of michigan yeah yeah, for the, yeah it looks like that's what's happening as far as the pistons uh i really think if they do grab k it wouldn't be bad even though i said the first pick to the uh pistons would be my guy from uh usc i can't even think of his name right now but i want i said him just because he's a shot blocker i will have to look up his name mm -hmm. but um guy from usc the center mm -hmm. and i just figured that he would be a better contributor defensively wise to help beef stew out mm. and i think with these with these guys going into their second year because what well, we had four rookies almost yeah rookies. very young squad very young squad yeah. for the pistons pat last season yeah so the maturity of it i mean if they wanted to develop shots and figure out how to get their shots that would be cool but just having that extra rebounder or the extra shot blocker excuse me i can't think of his name from USC, but I, he's a, a tremendous athlete on that paint. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, with it, this hype about K, I guess you 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 got to ride that wave. They say he's a mixture of a LeBron slash Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, if that's what we need, that high octane offense, let's go for it. Yeah, let's let's, let's do it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and I thought of you because uh, yeah, I saw your post about uh heading up because i believe was it the draft this year's in brooklyn and brooklyn. i immediately thought of the beastie voice song no sleep till brooklyn, sleep brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> oh you put a throwback on for real <laughs> no oh, like, i can what? see you now with all your pissing stuff you're like no sleep yeah, till brooklyn <laughs> you know what's so funny i had to take my daughter back to atlanta on that day i forgot i got the plane ticket to go back Mm -hmm. So I won't even be able to go because I was just going to make it just a trip. Just to, I mean, how often do we get a number one draft pick and you got the op you have the opportunity to go? Yeah. So, yeah. So like that's I won't be able to attend now. So I'm a little bummed, but at least I get to shoot to Atlanta for a second, holler at my sister real quick and then bring myself on back and get ready for the season. There you go. There you go. But you got to make sure that you all got, you know, you got the gear on. Got to have my Pistons gear. Got to have my, I, I might throw an old Rip Hamilton jersey on or something. Nice. Or, or I've I been, you know, what's so funny because we were just talking at the barbershop Friday. I was like, I was, I started looking for a mark making shout out to Saginaw University, my old school, high school. And I was looking for a Darwin Ham jersey. What? Yeah, I was looking. Wow. You know, shout out, shout out, shout to, out to Darwin Ham. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Saginaw, yes. Saginaw, Michigan, baby. So, yep, I was looking for one of their jerseys. And I was, uh, I really wanted the Mark making number two Pistons jersey. Mm -hmm. That that mug, that mug sweet. I seen, uh, uh, who was, uh, I can't even think of his name. We don't even have him. Matter of fact, he played with the Phoenix Suns right now. He was on our, on our team maybe two years ago. I can't think of his name right now. I want to say, was it Galloway? I think it might have been Galloway, but I seen him on it walking mm. in. And I was like, man, he got a Mark Macon on. He don't even know that's what school I went to. I went to Saginaw Building. Mark Macon. Wow. Yep. yep. I'm oh, Mark Macon. Whoa, what back. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, Mark out of Temple, man. Well, he's from Saginaw. I went to Saginaw University. We went to the same high school. And mm -hmm. uh, he's, well, he's, of course, he's older than myself with it. Yeah, I be trying to represent Saginaw. Trying to put it on the map, they be saying, "Aaron, you line man, you from Detroit?" I be like, "No, from Saginaw, Michigan." Yeah, we got to put Saginaw on the map in in the best positive way we can. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I was looking that up while you were talking. I think is his name Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley, that's it. Evan Mobley from USC. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, that I'm looking at uh, CBSSports.com, and they're predicting that he possibly could go and pull, move into that number one spot. Uh, for the Detroit Pistons, who knows? It's right now. It's the Evan Mobley um, and uh, Kate Cunningham uh, show right now uh, between yeah. those two. So you can't, you, you can't go wrong with either one of them. It's just Kate is a more uh, efficient scorer. Mm -hmm. But, but I'm, I, I'm just thinking with the young talent we got around us. You know, it's only one basketball. You can't. You can never go wrong with a, a defensive-minded player. Yeah, they got uh, predicted again on CBSSports.com. They got a prediction of Cade coming, Cunningham coming to the Detroit Pistons as the number one pick. 
uh, from Oklahoma State, 6'8", 220 pounds, when he was weighed uh, for the, before the combine, because the NBA combine is starting right now. Uh, what blows my mind is that he's, he was a freshman um, with all that poise. Like, that. he played like he was in Oklahoma State for four years. Yeah, That's what I'm excited about, you know, if we do end up getting him, which it looks like a 90% chance that we get him. Uh, Evan Mobley could go to Houston at number two, who was also a freshman. Like th- yeah. this. Yes. It's absolutely insane. Seven feet, 215 yeah. pounds from USC. Uh, and yeah. then Jalen Green, um, Green, they're yeah. talking about him as well, possibly going to Cleveland, 6'5", 172 pounds uh, as a shooting guard. So oh, yeah. I'd be some exciting picks going on in the top 10. Uh, you got Jalen Suggs, you got Scotty Barnes, oh, yeah, uh, Moses Moody, uh, Davion Mitchell from Baylor, uh, Keon yeah, Johnson cool. from Tennessee, Corey Rispert. I mean, Corey Rispert was absolutely phenomenal for Gonzaga. That's who, a nice name, they man. broke my heart in the bracket because I thought surely well, they was going to go. Don't even yeah. talk about the brackets. My Michigan State Spartans, USC. I- I, 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 had, I thought of you, Spartans. I was like, I'm not going to go on there and be petty. I'm not going to go on there and be petty at all. But that really, really surprised me. Two things. Y'all were in the first four. And then in, and in losing in the first four to a team that made it all the way to the final four. Yeah. You know, and then they, you know, took care of my, uh, unfortunately, took care of my Michigan Wolverines. Can, but, I, can, I, be, can, I, can I make a confession? Because I, I, I got to be petty. I it couldn't do it no other way. I was happy when y'all lost to UCLA. I know you were petty. I know you were petty. <laughs> I was happy. I was happy. And then I was like, if they would have, if y'all would have beat them, I still would have been happy for y'all. Shout out to Jimmy King, Jalen Rose. Yes. I, yes. I, Chris Weber, Juwan. Shout out to our coach, Juwan Howard. Shout yes. out to Juwan Howard and everything else. Big, hey, but you know what? After y'all, after they beat y'all, like I said, I, I root for Michigan. Mm-hmm. I, I had a Bianca Batuka jersey. Tim Biakabatuka, yes, sir. Biakabatuka, and I had a um, what was my man uh, that used to uh, he ran the ball, he got drafted. I want to say he went to the Giants. He was a running back. Oh, I can never think of his name. He got drafted to the Giants. I know who you're talking about too, and I see his face. It's, it, it started. Yeah. With a, his last name started with an H. I want to say. Oh, uh, was it Mike Hart? Nope, nope. Go back. You got to go back further. You got to go back to like nine early nineties. Ooh wee! Oh, I can't think of his name, and he was nice. He was a running back. Why uh, do I not notice? Don't get mad at me, Michigan fans. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I, put, I, I can't. You gonna have me look it up? Uh, what was his name? Well, you go ahead and look that up because I want to know. We got our two teams that are in the NBA Finals. We got the Suns. We have the Bucks. Uh, CP3, 15, 16 years in the NBA, play for uh, two or three teams to play for. The Clippers play for uh, Oklahoma City. And uh, I want to say he also played for Houston. Please don't get me, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. And then now the opportunity at 36 years young uh, to capture his first ring. I believe it is his time. I believe he will get this ring. I think the Suns will do it in five. Five? Ooh. In five, that, that Greek freak. I I really don't care to. I care for him as. But if he's gonna come back, I don't know because he really hyperextended that knee though, and they did pretty right. good without him. I mean, you're going against a very young, hungry Hawks team. And shout out to Coach McMillan. He's no longer oh, the interim yeah. coach. He's now a permanent coach, four year deal with the Atlanta right. Hawks. So. I love that those guys on that team are buying what Coach McMillan is selling and, they, and, they, and that Coach McMillan is, is getting his respect. Uh, right. But I, I just the Suns team, this team all around, Monty Williams, um, who deservingly so. I said Tom Thibodeau was coach of the year. Uh, I really, I apologize. I overlooked Monty right. Williams and all that he has done for this Suns team um, right. just well-rounded Devin Booker, Kate, uh, Cameron right. Payne coming in for Chris Paul when he was in protocol. Um, you know, you just, you just root for Chris Paul because he will get to that point where he's almost in the finals. He's almost right. in the Western conference. He's almost, and that almost ends up being, they fall short again. He gets injured. Uh, he gets pulled out right. something of that caliber. And so people, that are you know, that are Suns fans and have been CP3 fans for the longest time, 
I'm sure that they saw history almost repeating itself because the COVID protocol, oh my gosh, were you going to do anything? Cameron Payne went in there and and did the work. He balled out. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, uh, I think that you don't have the Greek freak in the first game or so, depending on his injury. DeAndre Ayton, Jay Crowder, it's going to be too much for the Bucs to handle. I mean, I'm not taking away from Chris Middleton. I'm not taking away from Drew Holiday. I'm not taking away from P.J. Tucker. I'm not. But something about DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, now that you know he's gone with the mask. Um, Chris Paul, he wants it real bad. The Suns team, I think, is a lot more hungry than the Bucs, and that's why I say five. Five. I I don't – Possible six. I wouldn't mind just Phoenix just winning it uh, for for a lot of reasons. With it, the, the task is it's Lopez. As uh, Lopez is on, going the big fella going to be a problem in this series. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the thing. Uh, is he going? Is he going? Because you know he can step out on that arc, and if yeah. he if he if he catches a rhythm, you know it, it, you 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 pulling mm-hmm. them big fellas from Phoenix out on that perimeter. Yeah. You know, so that that's going. I think he's the the key for Milwaukee. If he can stay solid, maybe 15, 10, 12, and ten, then Milwaukee could probably can can you know give a good fight. But overall, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Phoenix, uh, Chris Paul doing this thing, getting him one. I wish we could have had Brook Booker in uh, Detroit. We passed up over him, but that's water under the bridge. And it's Tyrone Wheatley. I said it's Tyrone Wheatley. Yes. Sorry, yeah. Tyrone. Coach Wheat. Coach yeah. Sweet, sorry yeah. about that. Yep. Yeah. So I, I, I used to like I said, I'm not a anti-Michigan. I mean, I, I don't, I don't do the, the backwards and forth like everybody else. With, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, big ups to Michigan, big ups to Ann Arbor. Good luck to, to the, to team sports teams coming up. It's just when they play the Spartans, I gotta go green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so hopefully, hopefully our guys get it together and. Uh not do a horrible job. I know that many of Michigan fans, and it's funny to watch this fan base on, on the perspective of, you know, one day that everything is great and the next day they hate everybody, fire everybody and all that. I don't need those fair weather fans. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. give credit where credit is due. There's talented teams out there just that, you know, it's been too long. We need to beat the Buckeyes. We need to be done with it. Your squad has already done it within the years that people can remember. We just got to go right. back to when, Brady Hoke was our coach for a moment and Luke Fickle was there for a hot moment was the last time that we had bragging rights. Other than that, 15 seasons has been a long time. So hopefully Harbaugh gets it together and does does something. Y'all be off off with his head every year. You'd be amazed the beauty of the block button on Twitter when it comes to that because some of them would just say the most obnoxious stuff. And it's just like, you're not a Michigan fan. You talking out of the side of all your neck. Right. When it comes right. to any team, you know, your pro teams, your college teams, hockey teams, all that. I'm just like, delete your account. Go get some right. sports therapy. And, just, <laughs> just. And, that's, and that's what I said. That level, that level of maturity, that level of maturity as a fan, I had yeah. to learn, you know, like, you know, the you, you, you can't be convincing to your opinion. Mm-hmm. And there is no there's no right and wrong answers to these opinions that we have for these players. Like we all this is it hasn't been even seen yet. So we just having opinions. We're stating opinion, we're stating strong opinions or strong beliefs for what we feel mm-hmm. for our Detroit teams, for our Michigan teams, for our Michigan State teams. You know, we we don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know what the future holds. So that's where my that's where I had to learn. Like you said, the block button. I just when people start rah rah and rah, I just I just don't even entertain it. I, I just, I just don't. I don't. We, we, we're, we're too old. Well, I'm old. <laughs> I, I mean, it's amazing the power that they have behind their uh, computer screen or their phone oh, screen yeah. to say all that foolishness. And I'm like, number one, yeah. are you playing? Because I didn't know that you were on the bench yeah. at that time. I didn't know that that you were, you were selected yeah. in blah 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 yeah. draft. I didn't know that they were going to let you in. Number two. Yeah. I didn't realize you got the clipboard that you are coaching this particular game. I didn't realize that you were making these plays and that you know more than the head coach who is there right now guiding his or her squad. So I didn't, I didn't know that. Let me see if I can find your name on the roster. That's why I can't because you're not there. Payroll. Where you at on the payroll? On the payroll. You ain't secured the bag. You just secured behind the computer screen. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got the tough ones and, uh, like I said, I just I just learned how to, you know, some some people don't even like going to the game with me because mm-hmm. it, 
it's a mess. It's a, it's some you can get some people that get get, get racist. Um, you can get some people that just be drunk, belligerent. And that's unfortunate. And, and yeah, and it does take away from the sport. And see, and that's where the level of maturity came at with me. Because it's like when I'm in that suit, it's about business. It's about mm-hmm. respect. It's about respecting the people re- re- around me. And that's why I say when I'm in that suit, I really don't talk. Because I sometimes I have my headphones, my, my earbuds in. Mm-hmm. Now, either I'm listening to the game, like on NFL Network, or, or something. I'm listening to something so I don't have to hear the taunting. I had one lady in Baltimore. The whole uh, when we was uh, getting ready for the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, Caldwell was still uh, coaching us, and we went to Baltimore. I think we got spanked. We was doing good up until the third quarter, and we got spanked forty. I don't even want to say it was forty-four to twenty, mm-hmm. and we had needed to win the one out of the last two games for the that season to get to the playoffs. And I think that's how we missed missed the playoffs. I think we lost the last three. Anyway, I had a lady just literally meow. Meow for the whole third quarter, leaning up in my ear. Like, what well, I'm cool with the t- the trash talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had people say because that comes with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had some people. I have people that be very vulgar with their words uh, pertaining to my color mm. or or just being just being drunk. And I, I don't mind that, but it's like when you touch me, like I almost do. Not to get off in Baltimore, but that just made me think I almost threw a guy over the balcony in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in Arizona, because he ran up on me and put his hands around me. You know, I, I got this mane on, you know, I keep yeah. my business. It's like, you know, it's I can't see. So I grabbed him and I was literally like, I, yeah, at the end of the day, I'm from the hood, bro. Right. You, know, like I, I, you got to defend yourself. Yeah. This, this is like, I don't. Show everybody, everybody not going to see that side because I don't care to conduct myself like that. But when you get close to me and touch me, like, it's a mm-hmm. different. I don't, if I don't feel that vibe, uh-uh, I just keep moving. So Oakland was the same way. San Francisco was, this, uh, San Francisco was horrible. Um, not out, not to, to the certain fans, not the state or, or Levi Stadium or the city, Silicon Valley and all that, all that other stuff was good. But just certain people in certain areas, uh, mm-hmm. Just just some horrible experience. But the lady was in Baltimore. She was just all in my ear. Meow, meow, meow. Just in my ear the whole third quarter. And it just that's the level. Like I said, when you was talking about how you block people, I just block it out. Mm-hmm. Like I said, turn my mm-hmm. may turn my music up a little bit. I might have my Pandora playing or something while I'm watching the game. Right. Just just because you have to. You to you you myself, have to. Just to keep myself at a level. Well, because you control, like I told you, my, my motto is get up today, make today better than yesterday. Control what you can control. Like, mm-hmm. control it. like I'm not about to let your ignorance make me escalate to to act the way to act the way you're acting. Mm-hmm. Here I am, I'm paying my money, and I'm I'm here to enjoy watching the game. This is for for my enjoyment and supporting my team and networking with people in different cities. I'm not about to act ignorant with you. I'm not about to be on somebody's social media with somebody recording me, going backwards and forth with somebody. Yeah. I'm not about to like. I'm not doing all that. I'm about. I don't because I don't drink in the games. I don't. I stay ten toes down strong in these games, just for the simple fact I know my image means a lot to me, and I copyrighted my image. I copyrighted my name, and it's important. It's 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 what I'm. It's the outreach that I'm trying to get with that character using my personality mm-hmm. and uh i'm not about to sit here and, and go backwards and forth with these people and it's not worth it it's not worth it's it not worth it and you know in it, this that type of people unfortunately and you know it's a low amount and we see it all the time on you know different sports outlets and different sports in particular um where you know you got grown adults that don't handle themselves well but you have majority of the people like yourself that has a huge following that has uh, that takes the, the the sports to a fun level, and that's when that's what I admire about you, and I admire the the underground and the group that you're in. That you all you have a good time, and seeing the the best part, and and I, and I'll end it with this: the best part was seeing uh, crack on stage uh, when he was at the draft, and yeah. just in there and getting the crowd hyped up yeah. in his hard helmet, in his over overall shorts. Um, 
you know, the crack man was on there. He was just doing a dance. He's dancing to the music and everything else. And, you know, it's got to sit in the commissioner's chair. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's what sports is all about. Just yeah. having a good time. Doesn't matter about, you know, the, the angst of anything that's going on, the chaos. It takes you away from all of that right. to enjoy, you know, several hours of rooting for your team, like you said, of networking, meeting new fans, meeting the same fans as far as Lions or different fans, but yeah. overall having a great time. That's exactly. that's what it's all about. That's what sports is supposed to be. Sports is family. Football is family. I, I just that's that's how I see it. That's why I say anybody that want to get on the road with us, it doesn't necessarily have to be a UG thing. If you uh, reach out to me, uh, anything, you know, I, I definitely will put you right where you need to be for you to enjoy yourself. Meet some people that you may not met on um, Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or something. You know, you get to collaborate with some people, see them face to face. Maybe have an adult with them, have a glass of water, sit down, have some lunch. It doesn't it doesn't necessarily always have to be a party go, go, go thing, but we do get down on the road. We really have a really good time. We collaborate with some good people. And, uh, you know, like I said, when we go to uh, shout out to Minnesota Vikings, I can't wait to see them in October. They host me very well every year. That's uh, nice. The VWO shout out to them over there. Um, they represent and every year I come there, they, they make sure I'm well taken care of. So big ups to my peoples in St. Paul over there. Y'all love y'all to death. They do my people over there and Dallas. I did. I hate to say it. I do Jaime and uh, Frenchie and all them Missy down there in Dallas. They showed me. They gave me a better perspective of the fan base than what I had already had of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, but I really don't care for the Cowboys. But <laughs> I mean, How can I want people to stay connected with you? So drop your social handles okay. so that everybody can stay connected with you. Let me let me pull it up and make sure I got because I got so I have so many. You do got a lot. I do. So if you want to catch me on Facebook, you can at me S A G I N A W, which is Saginaw Lion Man thirty seven. So at Saginaw Lion Man thirty seven. That's Lion Man with an E, folks. L I O N M A N E. The yep. number three, the number seven. Okay. Yep. And then and Instagram is Lion Man underscore thirty seven. And Twitter is at Big Lion Main um, on Twitter. And then my YouTube channel is Detroit's Lion Main. And Lion Main is all capital on that. So Detroit's Lion Main on YouTube. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then I'll be dropping a, uh, you follow me on any of those social sites, I'll be dropping the website. Um, there is a website on there, link for the merchandise. Um, go get you some merchandise. 25% of all my merchandise goes to the American Cancer Society of Michigan. Um, so yeah, we're doing, we got some new items coming out this fall. We got some new equipment, new equipment, and I'm definitely going to get your address. DM me your address. You'll get one of the first shirts with the new logo on there this year, uh, fresh off the press. So yeah, we, we, we're just trying to I will, I will, I will, I am honored. I will rock that merch. I will oh. rock that merch. I will put a picture on social media. I sure will. Because I support what you're doing. Uh, uh, I support the journey that you are, are on. I support uh, not only the persona that you have as Lion Man, but I support the, the person that you represent. And you represent your community. And it shows on your social media handles, even though, you know, you work a full-time job, you do not forget about where you came from and you do right. not forget about the people that are there in your neighborhood. So Aaron Latimer, AKA Lion Man on the podcast. I appreciate your time today. Go Lions. We Go doing Lions. big things in the fall. People better not at me. This is not for up for discussion. So <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on the podcast today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Absolutely. And as I always end the show, Heard That Nation, take care. Stay safe. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know now, you know all you ever gotta say is. Heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that.
All you ever gotta say is Heard that, heard that Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at HeardThatWithMarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at LovelyMarisaT, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support. If you don't know, now you know all you ever gotta say is Hurt that, hurt that, hurt that, hurt that, hurt that Look all you ever gotta say is Hurt that, hurt that